The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the brand new Knapsack Files studios in Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files and three things. We're back. Concept of the show is pretty simple. I have a topic. I'm going to give you three things to support that topic. It's back, guys. Uh, It has been uh, a long wait, but without my gear for a little bit, I moved. I moved to uh, Burbank, California, not too far from where I was at Studio City, California, if you're familiar with the L.A. geography. But, uh, you know, moves are rough. Moves can be tough. Moves can be traumatic, and I'm still not settled. In fact, uh, as I said on uh, my first show back on Force Center, you might hear a little bit of a weird echo. You might hear some weird sounds. I don't have any furniture in my house yet other than my broadcast table and my microphones. Priorities. You have to get them right, people. I do have boxes and bags of toys around. Funko Pops, Black Series figures, my bookshelves with all my nerd books are up on the shelves, uh, shining brightly. Uh, We're getting settled in, but the microphones are back, and that's what's important. So, you know, July was a little tough for me. Plus, traveling, Comic-Con, D23, a lot of things kept me from interviewing people. Uh, A lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people I want to interview, but couldn't get to them. So I was doing some Three Things episodes. Those are working out as well, too. But then I just... Well, didn't have a place to record. Life got busy. I'm apologizing when I probably don't need to. You're like, great, Ken. Good for you. We're happy. Get to listing. And that's what we're going to do today. The three things coming back. We're going to talk about, well, why wouldn't we talk about anything else? But this, three things I love about moving. That's right. Moving's horrible. I hate moving. I absolutely hate moving. I've, I've uh, been in L.A. 19 years, so counting the move to L.A. from my hometown of Arroyo Grande, California, Pismo Beach area, California, uh, you know, that's one move. And then in 1999, I moved a second time. All right. Then 2002, I moved a third time. Uh, 2008, moved again. And then three weeks later, moved again. That's five. And then um, moved again, six to where I was. So six moves until this one, my seventh move. And I'm sure I'll move again. We all move. We all have to do it at some point or another. Sometimes you're fortunate to move by choice and move to either better areas or an area that you wanted to be for a long time like me. I've been wanting to get into Burbank. I've been wanting to go to the king of the suburban locations here in the San Fernando Valley, and I'm finally here. I'm very happy, very fortunate. But living out of bags, living out of boxes, it can be tough, and each move always has a level of trauma, always has a level of panic. And I was going to do an episode here about what I hated about moving, because I hate it. But we don't want to... We don't want to talk about hate. There's a lot of hate in the world, a lot of nervous energy in the world, a lot of bad things going on. So when you're coming to the Napsack Files, I want to focus on the good things. So it's the three things I love about moving. And let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can convince you and I can convince myself I think we might be able to do it. So here we go. Number three. It's a chance to get lost in a new grocery store. This is about the spirit of exploration. We all get in routines. We all 
Upon moving, you settle in, and you find your new blank. You find your new gas station. You find your new uh, barbershop. You find your new dry cleaner. For me, you find your new 7-Eleven. You find your grocery store. You find your routines. You create the new normal. And the new normal is important. Settling in is important. Look, I'm up for uh, adventure in life. I like being spontaneous sometimes. I like being, uh, you know, having fun in life. Let's go for a hike. Let's go see the sunrise. Let's do all those things. But I am a creature of habit, and I do like my routines. And part of that routine is knowing where everything is. And it even breaks down further. You go to a grocery store. You get comfortable. You could almost shop through it with your eyes closed. That's important. But moving means you have to find all of this again. And if you're like me, right now, my new grocery store is just down the street, conveniently close, closer than my grocery store in Studio City, I will say. But I've been lost in it. I can't find what I want. I'm convinced the selection is worse when it's the same because it's just another chain location of a grocery store. So I'm lying to myself. So here I am in an aisle looking for whatever it is. I can't find it. I'm lost. I'm confused. And I miss my old life. I can't find creamer. And I miss my own life. I can't find the bag of chips I like. I miss my old life. You have to settle in. You have to calm down. You will find it. And it's okay if you don't find it in the same spot. It's okay if it's not the same bag of chips you like. Now is a chance. We talk about moving being a chance for change. And change is good. It's absolutely good. And here in a grocery store, buried in an aisle of confusion, you will find yourself again. You will create the new normal. And before you know it, you're walking in with a a veritable blindfold on you, a figurative shield on your eyes, and you are walking around the aisles like you were there all along. And that's an important lesson, especially for someone like me, because I am not a fan of change. I struggle with change. Change is not the best. So if I need to find my favorite peanut butter and I can't, it makes me nervous. It makes me anxious. It's unsettling. But in those moments, I need to stop. We all need to stop. We all need to stop and realize that you will find your peanut butter. That's the name of my self-help, self-help book. You will find your peanut butter. We all need to take a breath and realize you'll get through it. I, 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 I pity people who so, um, suffer from severe anxiety. And by pity, I mean empathy. I feel sorry. It's not a bad thing. It's not a, oh, you're afflicted. I, under, I, I understand as best I can the struggle. I, I get anxious a lot, just not as, a lot, not as a lot as a lot of other people I know. And I think these little life lessons... When you face a new challenge, and in this case, moving and finding the new normal, you will overcome it. You will absolutely overcome it, and you will find that peanut butter. So it seems silly, me wandering the aisles of a grocery store, not knowing where I am, not knowing how to do this, not knowing where I'm going to get my dry cleaning done, where am I going to get my uh, uh, haircut, all those things will be taken care of. It's always weird. I always have like a claw in my old life. Uh, When I switched jobs, finally, after 17 years, 
uh, because of the location of where my one of my best friends was, and I was working out at his house. I still do. Um, I was doing this thing where for almost 20 to 25 months, we're talking almost a two-year period of time here, upon leaving my old job, there was a gas station right near that old job. I almost went that entire time with occasional travel and occasional emergency need. Uh, I would go to the old gas station, which, by the way, is a 30-minute drive from where I was living. But because my, my new job at the time was in Beverly Hills, it was all in a different direction, I still timed my gas trips to this old gas station. It was like I couldn't let go of part of my existence. I couldn't let go of that. That was not good. That's not, that's not a good thing. Let go. Take that claw out. I've got a little bit of that going on here. I might be heading to the same Walgreens. I'll confess. There's a Walgreens near my old place, and I like it. There's a guy there. I've talked about him before in the Knapsack Files named Mel. He's an older employee. Became friends with him. I'm going to go see Mel. That's okay. We all have Mel's in our life. Go see your, go see your Mel. But I, I needed to let go of that gas station. It seems really silly, doesn't it? But it did, it, it did affect me. It was this mental thing for a long time when I was eventually left my job and was at Screen Junkies. Eventually I felt it. It was like, no, I was still holding on to this part of my life. I didn't accept that move. I didn't accept that change in what I was doing. And so I was thinking about this the other day when I'm lost in my new grocery store. I, I, I at one point was like, I, I should just drive back to that other grocery store I went to. It's not too, too far from here. I can make it. It's actually closer to my new place than it was to my old place, but I like this grocery store. And at one point, that grocery store was new to me, too. But I thought, no, we're going to dig in, and we're going to find that peanut butter. Moving is an opportunity to change. It's a chance to get lost in a new grocery store and create the new normal. Number two, it's a chance to see how many friends you have left. It really is. Now... My move was done with minimal help from other people because I didn't ask, and that's okay. But a lot of people knew I was moving, and I'm not saying we should all just volunteer to help everyone to move. Moving is hard, and so if you don't, want, if you don't have to be part of this move or someone else's move, I understand not volunteering. But it's nice to know, isn't it? It's nice to know who might be standing with you. When the times get dark, when the times are tough. And that was something that I, I got to experience on this move. Uh, my girlfriend helped me. Yep, that's right, I have a girlfriend. We'll talk more about that later. My parents actually came down and helped me, which was nice. Nice for a 41-year-old to have mom and dad come down and bring you some snacks, some laundry money, and help you move. We're still kids at heart. And I had uh, my best friend in the world, my brother, Paul. Professional wrestler Lethal Logan X. Uh, he's the reason I was able to move because last minute he said, you want my, my truck? He has a crappy big truck. I'll drive. Let's do it. And we moved all my furniture in the span of four hours on a late Monday night, saving me the cost of a rental truck, saving me the time of a lot of other hassle. He stepped up. And I'll do the same for him. I've done the same for him. So it's nice to know. And I had other friends who did not help me but they volunteered. They did not help me, but they volunteered, and that is actually just as good as helping. I didn't want to burden anybody, and, and that's another life lesson as you learn when you move. Sometimes it's hard to ask help. 
it was really hard for me to reach out and ask help. I didn't make it public. I, people knew I was moving, but I wasn't like, hey, anyone can help me on Saturday. Grab some boxes. I'll have some beer and pizza. Let's move. I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to be that guy. But sometimes it's okay to ask for help. Maybe we all need to just stop and be comfortable with asking for help. Because I took a lot of this move on myself. Caused me some strain. Caused me some physical pain. Caused me some stress. And that stress affects other things in life. Your work, relationships, all that kind of stuff. Moving is traumatic. Everyone tells you that. Oh, moving is one of the hardest things. Next to death, taxes, and marriage. Moving. It's hard. But I think it could be easier if we all got comfortable enough to ask for help. Because I had a couple friends who were actually upset. They offered I didn't take it, and then when they found out I moved without them, they were actually upset, and I give them full credit. One of those is my writing partner from years ago and back, Matthew Ryan Key from Marvel Movie News. A lot of you probably know who he is. He's been on the show many times. He was like, man, I told you. I was going to be there for you. You got to give me the chance to be there for you. So maybe, maybe number two, as I think about it, isn't just a chance to see how many friends you have left. And some skedaddle to the wilderness. Let's, let's, that's be, let's be clear. But maybe it's a chance to, for you to also accept these friends. It's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, we can find our peanut butter. We also got to accept our, our help. We got to accept friendship. Got to accept love. It's a building block. I think one of the big building blocks of relationships is accepting love. Accepting, allowing yourself to be loved. See, many people, myself included, put up those walls. In the middle of this move, here I am putting up walls when I needed help. Not because it was impossible to do by myself. I ended up doing it mostly by myself. One Camry carload at a time. You know how hard it is to move an apartment with only the use of your Camry and your friend's truck one night? But I did. I did. Um, I uh, was able to able to do it, but, you know... I could have uh, could have used the help, and I didn't allow myself. I had friends several times. You, please, write me. We'll be there for you. My Force Center broadcast partner, Joseph Scrimshaw, was like, look, you have, you'll, you will have people that will help you. You just have to light the beacons of Gondor. Rohan will answer if you light the beacons. And I didn't light the beacons. We must light the beacons. That's part of the lesson. And I wish it could be funnier about it, but it's true. There's deep things. There's deep layers to everything we experience in life and moving, most of all. So number two is a chance to see how many friends you have left, both in a comical sense. You could be screaming out, calling into the void for help, and I had that. And then you have your friends step forward, and will you accept their help? Will you let them move your boxes of Funko Pops. Which brings me to the number one thing I love about moving. Talking about Funko Pops. Talking about toys and books and things that don't matter. The number one thing I love about moving is it is truly a chance for you to stake. The number one thing I love about moving is it is truly a chance for you to take stock on how much money you've wasted. Oh, let me tell you. I am uh, quite proud of my nerddom. nerddom. I'm quite proud of my geekery. 
Um, my apartment, even at my advanced age. Oh, I'm so old. Even my apartment now, is it, it's got toys. It's got comics right here. You hear this sound? That sound? It's a stack of Star Wars comics that I'm behind on reading because of the move. Look at that. You hear that? Oh, yeah, I got close to 10 Star Wars comics I need to read. I'm a nerd. I'm going to be a nerd. I'm going to collect. I've been a collector my whole life. Baseball cards, toys, comics, books. Collect. That's the gene us geeks have. We like to collect things. But this move, as he found out in the second point, I did, a, did, a, did it a lot on my own. Did this move a lot on my own, and that meant a lot of garbage bags, cardboard boxes, and plastic totes were carted from my old apartment to this one. I wish I could show you guys a picture of just toys. They're not toys that I've collected for years. Like, I have a box. It's in my second room here. I have a box, and in it are two Lego sets. One of them I built in 1982. It's called a Galaxy Commander Lego set. You can look it up on Google. I built that in 1982. I have never, to this day, taken it apart. It sits in this box. It's a little dusty. Got some chipped pieces. I mean, it's not even... Dusty doesn't even say... It's dirty. It's an old Lego set. But I've carted it around everywhere. Because I built it as a young kid in 1982. Never took it apart. It's still there. One big piece. It's a big ship. It's a spaceship. And I love it. I have no problem carting that around. That means something. That's important to me. We should all have that kind of stuff. But this move has taught me something. I'm not saying it's a sweeping change. Not saying that. But I'll tell you, looking around the room at the eight full lawn leaf-sized trash bags of Funko Pops, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, and wrestling Funko Pops, and I right now have no plans to display them in any kind of grand fashion. I might box them up and put them on the shelves in my second room because I have two rooms, big closet space, fortunate. And I'm thinking to myself, now what was the point of it all? What was the point? I get collecting important things. I get collecting ones of characters that mean something to you. But I have... Like if I have, I have Star Wars Funko Pops of characters that I just like because they're Star Wars, but they don't mean much to me. I have characters that mean something to me. We have our favorite characters. Inspire us and affect us in other ways. Same with Game of Thrones. Like, it would make sense I'd have a Sir Jorah or Stannis Baratheon Funko Pop, but I don't need, like, a Mountain Funko Pop or a Night King Funko Pop. Like, those characters don't get to me as much as those characters. So I'm looking at these eight Trash bag. We're not talking trash bags for a bedside uh, uh, trash can. We're not talking for the little the little trash can you put under your sink. These are not designed for house trash cans. The bags I have them in are designed for gardeners to stuff stuff them full of dirt clods, rocks, leaves, branches. They're big. And they're full to the brim with Funko Pops that I don't know what to do with. Now, people I know could have predicted that this would one day happen. They could have told me, and some did, you don't need to buy everything. Your room's cluttered. You're a hoarder. Calm down. And I'd, I'd, I'd tisk and task them off because 
I love this stuff. I love to collect. It's my upbringing. But now as I have this place, I'm fortunate enough to have, I don't want it. It's not shame. If you have a wall of Funko Pops in your place, God bless you. God speed. Keep doing it. I don't want to do it right now. I've got a little bit of a sea change. And part of it isn't that I'm turning my back on these collectibles or I'm turning my back on these fandoms. I know I'm going to have to move again. I know that the, the place I'm living in now is not my final destination of living locations in my life or Los Angeles. I don't want to have to do what I just had to do, which is lug eight trash bags full of toys around, and that's not counting the plastic totes or the bags of Star Wars figures like Black Series figures or stuff that I've had and stuff that means something to me. So I look back on this. And these are often seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen dollars a pop. Some of these things, and I'm like, "What have I done? What have I done?" Now, I will say this: I could just be feeling a bit of a malaise post move. I could be feeling that uh, the strain, the literal physical strain of moving too many Funko Pops, it's a medical condition. Doctors should get ready to treat people for it because I think there's going to be a lot of people dealing with this as time goes on, as this Funko Pop craze goes on. If you didn't get into Funko Pops, God bless you because they're light until you put 49 of them in a trash bag. But I think there's a bit of a sea change just because I don't want to move again. Or at least I don't want to move with those toys again. We'll see if it holds up. I'll keep you updated here in the Knapsack Files. Maybe I'll eventually do a three things you change your mind upon moving, uh, change your mind about moving later on. You know what I mean. Uh, that's that. So that's that. So truly a chance for you to take stock on how much money you've wasted. And then maybe change it going forward. I have to be more careful with money right now. I'm paying for this place by myself. I don't have a roommate anymore. It's a big step in L.A., because rent's stupid here. It's not quite New York or San Francisco rates, but rent in the greater Los Angeles County or Burbank, where I am, it's not, uh, it's not what I'd call reasonable. But we all have to do it, and I'm taking this chance, trying to do it. I'm going to have to go uh, eat some almonds, drink some water, and really cut back on some things. And so when you got eight trash bags of Funko Pops, you're kind of looking at those as money that you're leaving on the table. Moving is about changing. Moving is about establishing a new normal. And moving is actually about taking stock of who you are, what you are, and what you want to be going forward. That's right. That's the deep lesson here. Who do you want to be going forward? Because now is the time to change. You've moved. Your friends have helped you. You hope. Your life is in a box right now. It's a big, giant collection of boxes and bags that you're living out of. And you have a chance to pull things out, throw them away, start anew, or keep things the same. You're going to find your new peanut butter. You're going to make that new normal. But what do you want it to be? It's the deep lessons here on the Knapsack Files, and those are the three things I love about moving. The Knapsack Files is back. It rolls on. We've got guests coming, more episodes of the three things in the interim. While I get some of these guests into the new Knapsack Files studios, you can follow me at Ked Knapsack. Use the hashtag for this show, TNF 
three things, the number three. TNF, three things, and tell me, what do you love about moving? Tell me, should I, should I change my mind on Funko Pops? Get rid of them, stop buying them, or keep going with the status quo and die underneath a barrel full of Funko Pops when a big earthquake hits. Let me know. Also, the Knapsack Files is on Patreon. Thank you to all the people who supported me, especially this last month during my move when I wasn't able to get as much content out. I appreciate it greatly. Alright? So, this rolls on. Support me if you want. Follow me on Twitter. You know the drills. Also, I have a show on Anchor. Download the app if you want. It's all about Game of Thrones called Daily Thrones. You can find it there. That's it, guys. The three things I love about moving. I've got some things to unpack. We'll see you next time. Thank you.